Hi, everyone. I'm Carol Gonsher. I work with Donna. She's not here today, but she'll be back next week. Um, thanks um, to all of you for joining us for learning today as it is a chus for the protection of our soldiers in the army, the release of the hostages, and a foolish flame for all those injured in the war. Uh, we're finishing up this week with Rabbi Gidon Schneider on Tefila in a time of crisis. Thank you very much, Rabbi. And thank you to our sponsors. Yesterday's learning was dedicated to the memory of Liba Bas Menachem Mendel. And today's learning is dedicated in memory of Yaakov ben Avraham Halevi and Chaya Bas Shlomo Zalman to the soldiers and to all those protecting Klai Yisrael in the best ways they are able. Um, next week, our Rosh Hashiva Rabbi David Schoonmaker will learn Toma Devorah, the Ramchal Sefer, on the 13 Attributes of Mercy and practical advice for character development. And we would greatly appreciate sponsors. You can be in touch with Donna about that. Um, please make sure you're muted and please save any questions to the end. Rabbi? Thank you very, thank you very much. Um, just to pick up, uh, just to review maybe a little bit what we've been discussing till now, just to, to lead into our uh, grand finale over here. The, we discussed last, last time yesterday that the whole idea of tefillah, and certainly tefillah based star in a time of crisis, is something that is is something that is not just a gut reaction. It's not something that we just do, but it's something which which is meant to foster a relationship between us and the Kaddish Baruch That's ultimately the, the the modality of what of what tefillah does. It creates that relationship, cements that relationship, and that really is how we explained the connection between tefillah and tefillah, certainly based Sarah and, and Imuna. What I want to do today is point out maybe three ideas how we can perhaps enhance the, enhance the tefillah um, geared specifically towards the feelings that we have uh, now, in, now in our present crisis. Um, so the first is... Um, if you just scroll down to the fourth page here. Um, so the first is in source number one. Tell me if you can tell me if you can tell yeah. me when to stop. Perfect, perfect. Right perfect. There? Yeah. Okay. The first is I, I'm actually unaware where this is uh, written written up, but this is something which is quoted all over the place in the name of the Arizal. The Arizal says, before you begin davening. Before you start in Shul, what should a person do? First, you start off and you say, I am going to be in the mitzvah of the Hatzorah. And you, you, should, you should have in mind that what I'm trying to do is to create Ava between, between, our, between myself and between everyone else in Kalashal. Israel, because says says Arizal, our tefillahs are connected to our relationship with Klal Yisrael. I think this is a very important idea in general, uh, but specifically when it comes to tefillah based tzara, I think one of the things just observing being Eretzel and even those that are not Eretzel, I think, have observed the achdus, the way that Klal Yisrael has come together, has shown care and compassion for each other. And we need to channel that and all the chesed projects and everything that we're doing, but channel that passion and emotion into the tefillah as well. That tefillah is 
I'm doing this because I'm part of Kalantra. I'm doing this because this is an expression of my relationship with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. And part and parcel of that relationship is the care I, and compassion I have towards other people of the Jewish people. So I think that that's one kavana. Just the Arizal says, before you start that, before you start davening, you just you, you just sit think for a minute. You say, I'm doing this for the midst of the Hafsa Lerach That's one idea. The other, another idea is, this is source number two over here, from the Thushis Levi. Thushis Levi says, we believe, we all believe, what unites us is our belief in Kodesh Baruch Hu. And we, be, we are known as the national entity called Klal Yisrael because we're all together. That is called the Shechina. Building off of the idea we just said, that Hashem's presence is because of us being part of the corporate entity called Klal Yisrael. So what we come to is a place where we're talking about the singular corporate entity called Kalisra. And therefore, if one person has pain, has suffering, when one part of my body hurts, when I, when, when I get a paper cut on my finger, the, the pain does not you know, stop only in my finger. It, 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 it resonates throughout my body. So so too says or Levi Yitzchak, that when part of Klal Yisrael is in pain, so all of Klal Yisrael needs to feel the pain. The cave and Shekel Echad Baranu, and since Hashem has created us, the Nishm Yisrael Bain Machsav Echad, and our Neshama comes from one place, Kishyesh Lechad Tsar, when we feel pain, Gam Chaver Margish. It should be natural to us to feel the pain. And he says, it's not just about pain, it's about Simcha. When I see someone else having Simcha, I should be able to, I should be feeling the simple with them as well. This is what, what Rabbi Yitzchak is describing is the midst, is, is the mida of feeling someone else's pain. This is, we, we discussed last time, this is, this is a mida of Hashem is, Hashem is with us. For those of us that maybe have it a little bit cushy right now, because we're able to sit here and be on Zoom, because we're in, we're in because we're in Chutzaretz, because we're have a day off even from the army, whatever it would be. But there are other people who are sitting in, in Tsar right now, whether it's Tsar of the army, Tsar of Shiva. So there's so many Tsaros going on right now, and we need to be able to feel that. And the more that we feel that, well, that should that should evoke tremendous tremendous emotions within us. Why is that so important? Because once we feel that, and we feel that we're connected to Klal Yisrael, and we feel the pain of Klal Yisrael, then that should lead us to the, the next step. Which is, let, let's build. The Gemara, in source, this is source number three here, the Gemara in Bab Metziah, says, From the time that the Basin Midrash was destroyed, the gates of Tefillah were destroyed. Apparently, in Shemaim, as our Tefillahs go up, the, they have to go through gates. So that's fine. It's possible to prove that. And then the Gemara says, Even though the gates of Tefillah have been shut, I mean, our Tefillahs are they're, they're locked, so it's very hard for our Tefillahs to get through. Maybe they sneak out of the door or something like that. But, says the Gemara, But the gates of tears, those were never shut. A direct line to Kosh Baruch Hu, is when, when we when we cry. So part of what we have to do is to feel that pain. 
Because when we're connected to Tanishon and we feel that pain, the tefillah becomes more effective. But we have to clarify, we have to qualify this. In source number four, Carol, if you just mind scrolling down a little bit. Um, the the this is from the art scroll introduction to the to the Tinas, written by Rabbi Foyer, I, th- I believe. So Rabbi Foyer just quotes a, a, a question. He says, the question has been asked, if the gates of tears are never locked, well then why did Hashem make gates in the first place? Very logical question. If you, if the Gemara says Hashem's not going to lock the gates, so why put gates up there in the first place? Gates are there to be closed. So why, why are they there? So he quotes from the Gerib. The Gerib explained that although that although sincere tears always gain admission above, the gates are needed to shut out false tears, which are abominable to Hashem. We might add that although th- that although these gates are never locked, they are closed and can be opened only as far as the flow of tears will push them. What what and then he quotes the, the Aristotle Rebbe and I should say that the, the gematria of bechi is the same of crying is the same as lave of your heart. Only when those are equivalent are the tefillahs going to get in. So and I'll just back this up and we'll maybe put this together. This is the possible saying in in Ashray, in source number five. Karav Hashem l'chol karav Hashem's close. To all those that call him, but anyone who truly calls out to Hashem. If it's all about a relationship, so Hashem says, I want a relationship. But the relationship I want to have is not paying lip service. It's a sincere relationship. And that that sincere relationship, those sincere tears, can get in, can have a direct line to Kaj Baruch Hu, like, like Rabbi Forrest says, like the Rabbi says, but only as far as the tears carry them. So in order for our tears to be successful, we have to be able to cry. How do we cry? We feel the pain of, of Klal Yisrael. Part of, part of feeling the pain of Klal Yisrael, an introduction to that, is simply saying, we're all in this together. We're one group, we're one neshama. It's, it's, it's all one. That's that's one um, larger idea, although we can split into like a, a few different parts. Um, the, the midah of feeling someone's pain, the midah, the mitzvah of and the midah of being sincere. Those, those are three ideas which all really come together. I want to just address one other issue in the last couple of minutes we have here, which is something that I think someone asked maybe yesterday, maybe from the beginning even of the week, which is that, let's just be real for a second. Over the last six weeks, some of us have experienced tefillah that, you know, we're, it's, it might be a little bit embarrassing to say, but the best tefillahs we've ever had in terms of the intensity, the emotion, how much we've poured into tefillah. And it also might be embarrassing to say, that we've had the worst feelings because we just feel so disconnected and so lost and so confused. How could this be? We have so many questions. And I think one of the issues that some people have thought about and have voiced is what do we do with that? So a great feelings, okay, so we're, we're okay with that. But those terrible feelings that we've had over the last six weeks, the tefillahs where we can't concentrate and we're thinking about so many other things and all the crisis and all the all the desire. So what do we do with that? So if you look in source number six, Davin Melch gave expression to this. And the Gemara says that this is the the this is actually the parak of Tilim, which we say on Purim morning, because the Gemara says this is what this is what Esther, these these words are what Esther um, said when she was traveling to, towards the Pasuk says in source number six, Kaili, Kaili Lamas of Tani. Why did you abandon me? I'm screaming out to you. It's so far away from me. I call you out in the day. No answer. No response, day or night. 
And you, Hashem, are the Holy One who we praise. So just on a basic level, David Amalek was able to say this, Keli, Keli, Lama Zatan, you abandoned me. If you look in source number seven, the Radak is bothered. The last Pasuk we read, Pasuk Dalid, he's bothered by the connection. The first two Pesukim seem to express uh, you know, David Amalek saying, I'm, I'm, I'm abandoned, you left me. And then the third Pasuk says, and Hashem, you're the, you're the Kaddosh one. Well, you know, I don't really feel it. So it says the Radak in source number seven, he, he reads the Pasuk slightly differently. He says, And how is it that you don't answer me? Now, You who's there forever. You who's there, who is everything we know about Akash Barakal. How do you not answer me, says the Radak, putting words in David Amalek's mouth. And many times, you were the Tilos. You were the praise of Klai Yisrael. That's how he reads the Pasuk. You're sitting there on high. Tilos Yisrael, you've done this before. We've seen this. We believe this. You, we praised you, Hashem, because you saved Kalanisra before. So says the Radak, the whole, all, the, all these people are telling us the same thing. There's the, the, that, that feeling of abandonment, that feeling of the worst feel we ever had, because I don't know how I can down with Hashem right now when I just heard about what, what happened. That's a legitimate voice. And in the greater framework of what we've been talking about, I think it makes perfect sense. Because we've described tefillah as a relationship. We, we, we're all in relationships. Relationships don't always go smooth. But you keep talking. The relationship keeps going. So even though we're saying to Hashem, I don't understand this. How could you abandon me? But at the same time, we're saying, you used to do this. But we're still talking. The, the continuation of that is legitimate. We're allowed to do that. The, the, you know, the, in the Chassidish farm of Tzadik and others talk about holy chutzpah. You have a little bit of chutzpah to Hashem How can you do this? But I, I don't think that we should feel guilty of not of, of doing something wrong. That's part of the, the tefillah experience is to cry out to Hashem, Lama Azavtani. Why did you do this? How did you do this? Despite the fact that, 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 that we feel so abandoned, but what are we doing? We're still turning to Hashem Baruchu. That's, that's the response we, we mentioned a few days ago, that we have a Masari here. We have, uh, unfortunately, a well-trodden tradition about what to do based Sarah. Part of that is to daven. That davening is about building, cementing, furthering the relationship with the Kodesh Barakul. And I think that, that, that we need to just be aware of and call a spade a spade, frankly, that sometimes we're not feeling it, and not feeling it is part is is also part of that relationship, and it speaks to going back to what we spoke about at the beginning of the week that existential crisis that we have, because I believe in a Kodesh Baruch Hu, but I don't feel it, I don't see it. That is the existential crisis that, that we were debating, and that's what tefillah is about. Tefillah is a result of existential crisis. So I, I hope this is helpful. I, I hope it doesn't leave more questions than answers, um, but. I would just share if anyone would like to be in touch, we can discuss more one on one. I'm sure you can be in touch with the officer, Dana, um, to, to be in touch with me. Uh, but I hope this was, help, was helpful, at least to get the ball rolling for everyone. Okay, thank you very much, Rabbi Schneider. This is hard, been hardly enough time to explore this exceedingly difficult topic. Um, so thank you very much. And next week, Monday through Thursday, uh, we're back here with Rabbi Schoonmaker on Tamar Devara.
Thanks, everyone. Good job, us.